Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, and as always, thank you for taking the time to tune into this podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson. Today's episode, as you could guess by the title, is dedicated to the concept of rest. And I'm going to chat with you a little bit about what rest is, how we tend to, in our culture, kind of suck at this, and why it matters, and how even the simple act of resting can actually be an act of resistance against a lot of the systems in our society that tell us to go, 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 and do, 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 and in other ways, dedicate our lives to production instead of to fulfillment. So I'd like to start by asking you if you have ever been in a position where maybe you've like scheduled some time to rest. Maybe it's a weekend day that you've said, you know, I'm going to take some time and, and just not make myself tend to my to-do list right now. And if in that moment, you've actually felt kind of guilty about it, maybe you think of those things that you should be doing and you think, oh gosh, can I really, can I really actually take a break right now? If you've answered yes to this question, you're pretty dang normal. That is absolutely the norm in our culture. Another question, have you ever been in the act of trying to rest and actually felt physical discomfort. Maybe to the point where you feel like you can't really tolerate it. You feel almost like restless, even though if you were to logically scan through your week, you would say, yes, I really need some time, some, you know, some downtime, some time off. But maybe as you enter that downtime, You get a little fidgety, you find yourself opening your phone and scrolling. If you've answered yes to that, you're also normal. And I want to take a moment to talk about what's actually going on here. So first of all, in the first example, the reason that we feel guilty is because our society has placed such obvious values on work and production. To the point where people brag about working extra hours, they brag about how much time they've accrued in their leave bank that they've never used, right? We tend to glorify not just hard workers, but relentless workers. And yet, if we look at everything else in nature, if we look at even children, which by the way, same species as us, simply at a different point in their lives, it's so easy to see the need for rest. We see a little kid trying to be industrious, trying to learn a new thing or play with a new toy, and they start to get frustrated and they get more emotional and volatile. And we're like, oh, if they just would take a nap, if they could just see it. But what happens as we age is we don't really lose the need for rest. We simply come up with more socially acceptable coping mechanisms. So instead of throwing things and crying and laying on the floor, we start to shut down. We become bitter. We become emotionally distant from people. 
Maybe we turn to things that help us kind of numb a little bit, things like alcohol or drugs. So at the end of the day, we're not actually no longer in need of rest. What we're doing is we're just blocking that need out in other ways. And our culture is set up in such a way that it's, it's kind of hard to take a rest day. Right? This word lazy is thrown around all the time. When somebody chooses maybe to lay down and take a nap instead of cleaning the house that needs cleaned. And the idea is, oh, well, you have this free time. You could be using it for that. Yes, true. But what is truly most beneficial to this person in this moment? I often leave a day of teaching high school English thinking, oh, I'm going to go home and I'm going to work on my grad school stuff. I'm going to maybe catch up on some chores around the house. Maybe I'll make a really elaborate new meal. What actually happens at the end of the day frequently is I am exhausted. I am mentally exhausted from all of the behavioral interventions, from all of the questions, from all of the decisions throughout the day. And what my body is telling me it actually needs is a nap or time sitting outside watching my dog without having to interact with anyone. And so I bring this up just to point out that the reason that rest might feel hard is because our whole system is set up to say that we should be doing something else instead of resting. Now in the second example where it feels physically uncomfortable, that's a little bit different something going on. What's actually happening there is that our nervous systems adjust to what is a normal level of stress input in our lives. We become used to being at that level, even if it is not sustainable, even if it is draining, it's still what feels normal, what feels predictable. And what happens then when we de-escalate, when we get to a place where there's less stressful input, where there's less sensory input in general, is that that might feel abnormal and uncomfortable. And it's easy in those moments to give into that and to say, oh, okay, well, I'll just, you know, I'll just start doing something else. I'm trying to rest and watch this movie, but instead I'll split my attention by also scrolling through my phone. And maybe that adds a little more input and feels more comfortable. Again, we're depriving our bodies of the opportunity to rest just because it feels uncomfortable. I would urge you to look back at that small child example. There's no way that rest doesn't feel uncomfortable to the kid in that moment, right? It's not what they're interested in. Part of their selves is telling them, hey, stay playing with this thing. This is exciting. This is cool. Even though from a distance we can see, oh, but you need the rest. Right? I know you're resisting it, but you need it. And so the same thing, again, happens as adults. It's just that we've kind of turned a blind eye to it. We've kind of accepted it because, well, frankly, if our society is values production, then why not have us producing all the time? Why not encourage us to feel uncomfortable when we rest? And that brings me to the title of this podcast in general. Rest is resistance. This is a phrase that I'm borrowing from Trisha Hersey. She has the NAP Ministry, um, which is a cool organization. They're on social media if you're interested. 
She also wrote the book, Rest is Resistance, a Manifesto. And the premise of this phrase is to recognize that when we take time to rest, we're actually acknowledging that potentially the values of our current culture don't align with what is actually sustainable for us as a species. We're saying, hey, this isn't quite right. And I will feel more nourished if I get some rest. And so by resting, by embracing that discomfort, we allow ourselves to disrupt for even a moment the norm. We allow ourselves to bring a little light to the potential that there's other ways of doing this. <laughs> you know, there's a Kurt Vonnegut quote about culture and I can't remember it off the top of my head right now and I wish I could remember it perfectly, but it's something along the lines of him saying that he wished he had been taught about all these other cultures in grade school. That, that should be a mandatory part of curriculum because it's helpful to recognize that there are countless cultures around the world and that they're all pretty successful. And that if you don't like the way something is, that means it doesn't have to stay that way. That means there are alternate options. And so if we think about that in our own lives, if you've ever felt burnt out, if you have ever felt overwhelmed, if you've ever felt like it's just not doable, to maintain at the pace you're at, or potentially like your job's almost set up, or other parts of your life as well, is almost set up for failure. Like, oh, I can't show up in the way that I would like to because it's just not feasible. It's not possible. Then you're recognizing that perhaps the industry production focus of our culture isn't the best thing for us as humans. Perhaps there's a way to live that's a little bit different. And please do not think that I am trying to say people stay in their beds all day and do nothing and contribute nothing to their society. No, I'm saying what if we lived in a world where people felt like they could actually maintain the pace they're moving at? What if we lived in a world where people still produced and contributed to society and they didn't feel like they were killing themselves in the process, right? There's a bit of a difference there. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. As always, I am here. If you'd like to chat about this further, I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for taking the time, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brook underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.